Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, Al, it is a great Friday. We had a great Ask Slee. There are still people on the phone that want to do Ask Slees. They're still coming in online. That's how you know everybody's in a good mood when just because Ask Slee is technically over, they still want to do more Ask Slee. That's a, well, a Friday's sign. different. Friday's different. You know what I mean? Like Monday, it's all great and dandy. It's the beginning of the week. Wednesday, okay, again, a little bit close. Friday. It's Friday. Everything's, everything's better on Fridays. <laughs> it, it happened. Well, it, with that in mind, I'm glad that you feel that way. Yep. Let's go to Hawthorne and Caesar. Caesar, hashtag Ashley. What do you got, Caesar? Hey guys, how you guys doing? Love the show. Thank go you. Go Rams. Go Rams. Uh, so this one goes back a little bit to where Travis uh, had that injury um, that he didn't know what happened. Yep. So my question is, Ashley, do you if you get a fake injury? Do you make a fake story like you were balling, or do you just tell the truth? Thanks, guys. Here's the thing, Caesar. I appreciate it. Um, I don't think I could sell the whole. Well, here's what happened. I mean, it was a it was a two on one fast break, <laughs> and you know, when I took off in the air, I mean, I almost touched the net. I almost almost physically touched the net. I don't think those stories. I think it's kind of funnier too when it's just like random out of nowhere. You wake up and your back hurts. <laughs> or you wake up, or you're going for a walk, and all of a sudden, like, my hamstring is tight. Well, why would your hamstring be tight? You were just literally walking. So I'm down to go ahead and just tell the truth. Okay. With that in mind, yeah. um, I, I mentioned this to you guys earlier today. Um, I, I put together a desk yesterday. I, I bought one of those desks, a uh, little computer desk that I needed for, for the murder room here, and it's, you know, it comes with 800 screws and a bunch yep. of plywood and everything, and you got to put it together. And I'm terrible with tools, like we've Literally discussed. might as well build a house. Like, the <laughs> amount of close. the instructions in there and the amount of, uh, like you mentioned, screws and everything. I'm like, what, what? how is it possible that this needs all of this? I'm physically sore today. Like, <laughs> my, my back hurts, my shoulders yep. hurt, yep. my wrist hurts from mm-hmm. trying to screw these things in to the metal legs. That That's how pathetic I've become in my life, that Mentally, building a desk is a yep. physically taxing event for me. Remember when I, I had to build my bed frame, guys? That I was sore for like a whole week after that. We get like it. entire my my whole back, my legs, yeah, my like thighs. I was like I was just bending over so much to build this thing. It was, it was mentally. It's tough work. I'm sure you were in a different place. I mean the whole thing. I felt like is there not a way I can you can build this for me? I can throw it in the back of the Silverado and I can just drive around with a completed yep. desk that I don't have to call AAA. do this thing. We're in street clothes today. Call AAA. Just call AAA. <laughs> yeah, just about one more quick one here. This is from our pal Ryan in La Jolla. Most people can't name the ingredients in a California burrito. Can you? Hashtag ask Slee. I have faith in you, Slee. Do you know it? I, 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 yeah, I mean, I know the version of the one that I get down here, but I, go ahead. Carne asada. Sure. Guacamole. Yep. Pico de gallo. Yep. Some people don't want to put cheese. I'm putting cheese in mine. Okay. And, of course, French fries. Yeah. That is your California burrito right there. There you go. Yeah, see, that, I knew that that was right. That was a fastball over the middle of the plate for you. 
Yeah, and there's, uh, by the way, and we, I've said this all the time, it's like this is every taco shop you go to down in San Diego, everyone sells a California burrito. Not as common up here in L.A., which, again, I, I get confused why they call it a California burrito, but it is what it is. Lu- Lupe's in Dana Point, just saying. They got a pretty pretty gnarly. Pretty uh, mean California burrito. It's not bad. And then they, here, you ready? They'll do yeah. this thing that if you want it on, uh, on, Dana but it's Point. not like potatoes. It's no, not it's like fries. you know. No, it's they're fries. they're French fries. You're yeah, throwing fries. French fries in there, yeah. But if you get it on Dana Point style, they will wrap your California burrito in a quesadilla. Just throwing that out there that that's a thing that if you're into that sort of thing, that's an option. Yep. At, and then uh, they'll Lupe's. smother beans on the outside <laughs> and, then... and put it in a bucket full of beans. It's like the prize in a Cracker Jack. You, you have to you have to dig through the beans to find uh, the California burrito. Absolutely. Funny. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Speaking of Cracker Jack, the number one prize in a box of Cracker Jack was always the tattoos, right? You the little fake tattoos that you'd get wet and put them on your arm. Number two is the whistle. Is there anything else that you got that you weren't incredibly disappointed in? It's like, I got a little plastic ring. This thing sucks. I wanted tattoos or the whistle. Yeah, I think tattoos was the, was the one. Because then you also thought, like when you had your mustache for that, what was it, for a couple weeks. weeks or whatever? Yeah. Um, you were telling me, you tell me off air how you were starting to put all these fake tattoos on and that <laughs> barbed you know, wire tattoos. Yep, when you were going to bars, you were just there's a different type of it kind of came with the territory and still it start until it started rubbing off and then you started putting on sweaters again. <laughs> Long sleeve shirt. Does he have a neck tattoo? Yep. Yep, <laughs> Travis has a, a neck couple tattoo. of days. Why is it a uh, Tweety Bird? Why <laughs> Why is that the neck tattoo that he chose? Because that's what came in the Cracker Jack awesome. box. That's why. Does he have a soccer ball <laughs> on the back of his neck? <laughs> that's by the way. If I get a soccer ball tattoo, it's exactly where I'm putting it. That's uh, that's how it's going to go. Lakers last night, Al. Um, yeah. They lose. They lose to Philly. You could kind of feel it coming. What's Did this LeBron team freaking catch a break? Well, is it is it that is it? I mean, it's they can't. No, is your answer? They haven't caught mm-hmm. any breaks. They're also not as good as we were hoping they were going to be. They, they just one step forward, one step back. One this, step this, forward. Is what, this is what I mean by break. It's like the last hope and faith we were talking about, kind of leading up to AD coming back, was all right. Anthony Davis, he eventually comes back. It could be the same as the season is gone. You could be a game, a couple games over 500. That's one of the scenarios. The other scenario is, well, maybe AD, um, let's use last night as an example. Anthony Davis outplayed Joel Embiid. AD had a really, really good night yesterday. And I think it was a little bit of a surprise. I wasn't expecting that. I was kind of walking into this game against Philly. Embiid has been throwing up some stupid numbers. If you made, If you said tomorrow he's going to be the MVP this year, I don't think that many people would argue it. Where AD, it's like, all right, he's got to take time. He's got to come back. You know, he's got to get through um, just kind of the the minutes restriction. He played almost 35 minutes yesterday, 14 to 21 from the field, four blocks, two steals. Uh, he outplayed Joel Embiid. He did. Russ, Russ had a decent game yesterday, yeah. awful on the turnovers, but everything else, right? They lost by 18. Yeah. You know, and, and, and when I say, when I say, Trav, they can't catch a break, we were excited about Anthony Davis coming back, and then boom, LeBron questionable right before the game. They announced LeBron is out with left knee soreness, and uh, tonight is another good example. You got LeBron, A.D., Wes, and Avery Bradley all questionable. Malik yeah. Monk, who's their best player off the bench, is uh, he's out. Yeah, no, look, it, 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 
it does feel like we're getting really close to that. It's not meant to be territory. The the mm-hmm. one chance is, you know, get us into a best of seven, beating LeBron and AD best of seven. That's not easy. The problem is I don't even know if they're going to get to that. I don't even know if they're going to get to a point where they'll have an opportunity to play a best of seven because they're going to be in the knockout round. It, it, it's think, almost a just, sure thing. Can you think about that for a second? What's that? The how crazy round? is that? No, it's but just, awful. How, but how crazy is it? If I, if you, you've been one that's been very vocal about the, hey, I don't think Russ is going to fit. You could, you should go use those assets to go get something else. Complement the pieces better. Right. No one, I think, in their wildest dreams would be sitting here saying, with those three oh, no players way. on the same no team, we're supposed to be arguing that they're fourth in the West. We're right, supposed right, to right. be arguing that, you know what, the second round you're going to be on the road against the Warriors or the Suns. That's right. supposed to be the argument. What you not, just not laid this. out. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not this. You just laid out was a, a playing tournament that you're not guaranteed to get out of. Well, because here's the thing. And, mm-hmm. and last night was not just a good reflection of the season at large, which, you know, okay, hey, we finally got AD back. He looks pretty good. Uh, LeBron is down, like you just mentioned. It, it was – AD was really good last night. Mm-hmm. And he also had to leave the game again to get tended to, and then he comes back, and then maybe he might not go tonight. And it's just – and it just kind of was like a hard slap across the face, Al, that Anthony Davis is such a good player, and he's so important to the future of the Lakers – and I just have no idea what he is. I just, I just don't know what I'm going to get from that guy on any given bait on, on any he's given night. Inconsistently great. He, he's with, <laughs> but you can't say. I mean, I, this it's is like I'm the really worst asking. combination of, I was uh, of, say, of words right there. Yeah, I've never seen a better player that I have less faith in. He mm-hmm. he is an extraordinary talent. Who, mm-hmm. when he plays well, I, I don't know if there are too many guys I'd want ahead of him, but. I can't get that 65% of the time. The other 35% is so wildly unpredictable, I just I can't count on it. Your best player can't be the guy that has a clunker once a week. It just it can't work. It can't be a guy that's constantly on the ground, that's constantly getting attention. And look, maybe it's just bad luck. Maybe he's just one of those guys that is injury-prone. He's got the injury bug, however you want. It's just – but – I. What makes LeBron LeBron and Kobe Kobe and all these guys? They play every night. Well, that's what I'm. That, that's the part that's more concerning right now. Just talking about where they are today. LeBron didn't play yesterday. Left knee soreness. That kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know that wasn't that wasn't a conversation that we were having the last couple of weeks. Kind of came out of nowhere in a back to back game. They got two tough games still remaining on this road trip. Trav, if you lose both of these games. Now you're three games below 500. You're close to 30 games left in the season. You're right. You can kind of kiss the whole five and six seed. All that stuff is is probably going to go away. The the Braun piece of this that came out of nowhere yesterday is the part that you're like you start putting your there, hands up in the air and saying you know if what he misses a week or so it's a wrap. It, it, it's mm-hmm. literally a wrap because you're not going to get out of the play in. And and I mean we've played 50 games. Come on, man. 50 games are 500, give or take a game, one way or the other, all season long. They've been one or two or three on either side of this thing. Mm-hmm. They've never made a run. They've never really been terrible. They're just right in that. And that's mostly with LeBron James. If he's gone for a period of and, – and not just LeBron James, one of the best versions of LeBron James sure. that we've seen since he's been yep. here in L.A. 29 points a freaking game. It's, it's 29, six, and seven a game. It's insane. 30-plus minutes a game. Mm-hmm. It, and you're trying to get out of the knockout round? It's it's, well, it's well, here, a bad deal. Just just put in perspective here. The Charlotte tonight is 
the next two games are against teams that are an awful matchup for the Lakers. Those young squads that like sprinting up and down the floor. That's what you got with Charlotte. That's what you got with Atlanta over these next two games. And I say that because you see what the Charlotte, you see what the Hornets did to the Pacers a couple nights ago. They scored like 158 points or something. 158, 87 in the second half. I'm not saying that's going to happen tonight, but I'm saying that style of basketball. That's not good for an older team that's beat up right now, trying no. to get healthy. You're gonna got the, you're gonna have these squads running up and down the floor. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Geo in Highland Park, hashtag Slee. What do you got, Geo? What do you got for us? Hey fellas, so Slee, you're in an intersection about to turn left, and the car in front of you doesn't move when the car turns when the light turns green. How long do you wait until you honk? Uh, question, is it an Gio. arrow? Is it an arrow okay, green? That's the arrow, yeah, the arrow okay. green where. It's like one lane and it's going to turn left. Yeah, it's it's a critical situation, Gio, and I appreciate you calling in. Those are critical because that that left green is going to eventually turn to just a green, and now you're going to have to wait. You know, you're going to you're waiting for other cars. So that's a critical period there. So you got to give them a honk pretty early. You give them a honk, wakes them up, they go, you go, everybody behind you hurries the hell up, and then it's going to eventually – that that uh that left green is going to go away and then it's back to reality. You had a good ass Lee day today. Your your not only are the questions great, your answers are great too. Do you agree? That's, that's exactly, a critical. 100%. That's a critical 100%. point there. I because we don't if, have time to screw around in that situation. If I'm in your car and you don't yeah. honk, I'm going to reach over and hit the honk, the horn for you. I'm like, hey, let's go, Al. You're you're not paying attention either. We got to get this guy moving. Demarco I might pop Farr. my trunk open. I'm, everything. I got to <laughs> go get, get this a, guy's go attention. Get a bottle of water out of the trunk real quick. Just just see what's going on. Super Bowl champ Demarco Farr. Joins us next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, no big deal. It's Alan Slewa's new best friend, yeah. Matthew Stafford, right there. It feels pretty good. Matt, stop promoting him. the show, man. You got a big game this weekend. <laughs> You're going to need him to be pretty good this weekend. Of course, NFC Championship game, Niners and Rams. Joining us right now, DeMarco Farr, yes. the Super Bowl champion. DeMarco, how you feeling this morning? Make me feel a little better because I, I'm, I'm going back and forth between the Rams are the better team and they're going to win this game to, hey, they're 0-6 against these guys. Ooh, making you feel better. I, that's a no can do. I, I can't make you feel better. They they lost twice. The, Thanks the, for nothing. The Niners beat the Rams twice this year, <laughs> including week eighteen. This is hard, man. Uh, this is this is no joke. But this is what you live for. Uh, I'm not saying the Rams can't beat them, um, but it's going to be a battle either way. I think this comes down to the last possession, just like it did in Tampa. So, um, roster. Who has the better roster? Okay, debatable. But it's all about the best team on game day. That's all that matters. So hopefully the L.A. Rams, Sean McVay, and company put their best foot forward. It's going to be a battle. DeMarco, I'm curious if kind of looking at the Rams, and and 
I, I know you're not going to have a perfect game or anything along those lines, but what has to happen? What has to work in their favor? What What are the, I guess you can say, the most important things from a priority list that has to happen for the Rams to get that win at SoFi on Sunday? You know, it's, it's, a, it's an old-fashioned, Braveheart movie, epic battle. You've seen a, a thousand of these type movies. Uh, number one, AD's got to be AD. Uh, he's got to dominate. He's got to make tackles for loss, get up the field, disrupt, blow up that offense, make Jimmy Garoppolo uncomfortable. Uh, that's just got to happen. Um, he's great. He's going to go down in history as one of the greatest players ever in this game, but it's got to happen tomorrow. It's you got to summon the ghost of Lawrence Taylor and Bruce Smith, Reggie White, and be that guy. Uh, take over the game. Von Miller, too. Um, he, he's going to go down in history as one of the best. they got to play like that. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, you've got to match Debo Samuel's intensity. Uh, if he starts to run the football and, and is running people over, then you've got to be the guy that takes it out of him. So, and, and Matthew Stafford has to be special, uh, no matter what the game calls for. He's got to rise to the occasion every single time and be accurate and keep these guys uh, on track, on schedule, keep the momentum on your side. Uh, if not, San Francisco is waiting. Uh, they feel like this is their time, too. So you're going to have to take it out of them, uh, not just go out and play your best game. You're going to have to stop them at playing their best. Super Bowl champ DeMarco Farr join us here on Trav and Slee. And DeMarco, you know, you hear it over and over again. The quarterback, you got to have the quarterback right. The quarterback's got to play well. The quarterback's got to be the reason. that You just said it a minute ago about Matthew Stafford. He needs to be special. Jimmy Garoppolo's 4-1 and one in his life as a starter in the playoffs and has never thrown for more than 175 yards. How do those two things add up? Because I watch him, I don't see it, and yet his team in the playoff almost always wins. What am I missing? You, nothing. You, you said it. This is the most talked about average quarterback I've ever seen in my life right now. <laughs> um, it is what it is. Yeah, it, it, it's strange. I mean, but look um, – you don't have to be a great player, uh, a great quarterback, to you know have a team have success. I think Trent Dilfer comes to mind. Who else comes to mind? Uh, guys that weren't great quarterbacks. Brad Johnson. Got Super Bowl wins. Brad Johnson, same situation. I mean, uh, you may not be great throwing the football, accuracy, velocity, all the wild things that, say, Matthew Stafford or Aaron Rodgers can do. Uh, but what you can do and be great at it is not messing it up. Don't turn the ball over. Uh, when the situation calls for you just to burn some clock, you can do that or not take sacks. So a lot of the intangibles will show up in these games. So the salient point I heard, and I got into the whole, you know, Jeff Garcia, Mia Kimes thing for a hot minute, but uh, I think the point that he was trying to make was, I mean, no matter what you think about him, the guy wins games. And he's here in the NFC Championship game. You can't take that away from him. So, uh, he may not be an all-pro or a guy that's headed to Canton someday, but there's clearly something good about the guy. He is a starter on a team that's in the NFC Championship game, and he's played in the Super Bowl. Probably says something, too, about, you know, obviously everything around him as well. It's not just the quarterback play. It's everything else that comes with it. Uh, DeMarco Farr taking no some doubt. time to join us here on the Travis and Sleeve Show. DeMarco, do you think too much has been made about, and I, I'm, I'm curious, this is more from a player perspective. You, you played in the league. Um, a lot of the conversation leading up to this game has been about the fans, what percentage are going to be Niner fans, what percentage are going to be Rams fans, all that that's come with it. Is there something about if you're a player and if you're somebody from the 49ers and you walk into SoFi this weekend, does it have a, a real impact on the game when you're on the field or vice versa? If you're a Rams player and you're looking around, you're saying, damn, there's a lot of red here at SoFi. 
Okay, it won't now. Probably the first time it did. And to everyone out there that's listening that calls himself a Rams fan, really, that, that portrays himself to be a Rams fan, maybe even gets in shouting matches with people over your team, defending Jared Goff back in the day. And if you sold your tickets, shame on you. Uh, if you sold your tickets to them, shame on you. Uh, you know what this is about. So the last time we saw San Francisco in SoFi, 60-40, and that's being generous, 70-30 probably, but that's still too many. It got loud in key situations. Uh, when the Rams had the ball and got to have it situations in the second half, it got loud in there. That can't happen. Uh, you hope it doesn't happen in the postseason, but reality is there. So as a player, to answer your question, you were probably shocked the first time you saw it. Um, you had a chance to digest it. You understood it as soon as you beat Tampa, what was going to happen. So going back to that moment, it's probably transformed into anger. Um, mm. There's going to be a lot of 49er fans there. So, you have extra motivations to send them home early by winning this football game. So this is big. Uh, winning here, beating them here in SoFi to qualify for a Super Bowl in your own stadium is huge. The opposite is also true. The last thing you want is them winning here to play a Super Bowl in your house. DeMarco Farr joining us. DeMarco, it was, it was interesting. It was over Zoom, so it's always kind of weird to try to put too much stock into body language and things like that, but – I, I thought it was interesting when Coach McVay was asked about whether or not Sean, uh, Kyle Shanahan was in his head. And it, it just felt like he bristled a little bit at the question, and he said no, and then he went on and, and talked about how they're well-coached and a good team, et cetera, et cetera. Did that bother him? Because when I saw it, it just that, that little flash of a moment where it felt like, are you kidding me? Is this a real question that I'm being asked right now? You know what's funny? Um, doing coaches shows with Sean McVay and talking to him, you know, during the show, off air and whatnot. Um, he's getting close. Um, at some point, he's going to go Popovich on somebody with these <laughs> questions. But I mean, it's 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 a fair question to ask, and you know, he's I think he answered it the right way because he's trying not to uh, provide bulletin board material. But you know how these great players are. You guys talk to him a lot. You talk to LeBron. Um, imagine how he feels getting beat by the same guy over and over again. Of course, he's living in his head. He can't wait to win, but he can't say it. But of course he feels it. He's a great player. He's a competitor. This guy, Sean McVay, doesn't like to lose at anything, especially to the same guy over and over again. So um, take him at his word. Uh, I, I believe him when he says it's clear it's not driving him, but clearly he's in there. He can't wait to win this football game. DeMarco, final one from me, uh, AFC Championship game, Kansas City Chiefs, Cincinnati Bengals. How do you think that game plays out? Man, I love watching this game. I do. Um, outside of Aaron Donald, I love watching Chris Jones, the defensive tackle. I think he's phenomenal. Um, so I, I like watching Mahomes. Um, I, I'm glad he's in the AFC and not in the NFC, <laughs> really. Amen uh, so to that, by the way. May, yeah, the only time you may see him for something that you know matters like forever is in the Super Bowl, which is great. Um, but, yeah, I love watching that. And Joe Burrow, uh, if anybody can overcome that offensive line, hmm. you're going to have to be special, and maybe he is. So this is where stars are born. I like watching those teams play. Uh, so that's fun. So either one of them, if they make it, more power to them. But right now, to be honest, all my energy, effort, sight, thoughts, dreams are on this NFC championship game. We'll worry about the AFC later. Perfect. Right. Lakers, Hornets tonight. Okay. <laughs> See if I can squeeze in that one so, real quick. Okay, that's fine. Th th this may be Lakers Hornets uh, adjacent, but 
French fries in a burrito, DeMarco. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, thumbs down. I can't do that. He's, Have you had I'm one? Not, I'm, not dissing, I'm not dissing anybody who does. Just, just no. Me and burritos, it's about the meat, the protein, the salsa, a little bit of cheese. I don't want any potato in my burrito. If I want DeMarco, potatoes, I'll just DeMarco, have you ever inside. have you ever had a California burrito, <laughs> yes or no? I will never have one. I don't okay. want one. If yep. I want meat and fries, yep. I'll go get a burger and fries. Tell you something. Or a DeMarco, deal. let me tell you something. So, you and I, you and I are going to end up driving down to San Diego together. We're going to go get a California burrito somewhere on the coast overlooking the ocean. You're going to say, you're going to put your arm around me and say, Al, thank you for having me try the California uh, burrito. No, that's no, going to happen. happen. No, 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 no. That's, that's never going to happen. Never. Okay. Never. Now, I mean, we could go, we could hang out, but you're never going to get me to eat a burrito with potatoes in it. It's not going to happen. So I, I want to tell a quick story, DeMarco, before we cut you loose. And, yeah. and, and you, can, you can vouch for the accuracy of this story. Do you remember when we were in Atlanta together and we went to the Palm for dinner? Our whole broadcast team, we went to dinner that night. Yeah. Remember that? I do remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You and I were sitting right next to each other, right? Right. Okay. So when you go to places like this, not only do you order your steak and all these things, there's all sorts of appetizers on, on the table, and there's, 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 there's the bread. There's all of this food there. DeMarco's sitting next to me, Al, mm -hmm. with this look on his face. He's not eating anything. And I'm thinking, well, this is odd. Like, DeMar this is like, why? Why is Demarco not having some of the calamari? Why is he not having some of this? Why is he not having any of the bread? And calamari, I'm looking like, and, and I'm, I said, no, I said Demarco, like, you're not. And he goes, he got this very serious look on his face, and he's like, I'm waiting for the steak. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I the steak's still going to come. You can have the bread. You can have the calamari. And this, when he says, I don't want that. He means it because I saw him look at an entire table full of food and wait for a steak the size of a hubcap, and when it finally came, he, he did work on that steak. He has a plan, Al, and he's sticking to it. It was fantastic, and it was in that moment, DeMarco, where I knew, I'm like, you know what? I think I get this guy. I, I, I think I really understand what DeMarco Farr is all about. Uh, Demarco, let's let's do for. like let's do 10 a.m. I'll pick you up around 10 because traffic starts getting on the five getting down to San Diego. It gets uh, it gets a little ugly. So tomorrow morning at 10, I'll see you at tomorrow. <laughs> not out this week, but I love you. Keep trying. It's just you got not it. All right, thanks so much, Demarco. See you on Sunday. Okay, guys. See you soon. Uh, you got it. Oh, it's a hard I, I, sale. I, I didn't know it was going to be that type of a sale. I mean, I'm, I'm California burrito is delicious. I've never seen someone so focused in an eating environment than DeMarco mm -hmm. Farr was at the Palm. It was like, no, I'm getting my steak, and I'm going to enjoy my steak, and I'm not going to get sidetracked with all of your potatoes and breads and calamaris and all of these other appetizers. I'm here to eat steak. That's and what I'm they gonna. do. Can I tell you something? This is what they do at buffets. Buffets, they want you to load up on the rice. They want you to load up on the uh, on the pastas. The those are the, the cheapest. Breads. Those are yeah. the cheapest things. They don't want you eating all the protein. It was pretty fantastic. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Factor Cap coming up next. How do you approach the dreaded four-way stop? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I hope uh, corporate Greg doesn't uh, come into our Factor Cap, se- cap segment too to like he did for Ask Slave, but it's okay. Everyone's welcome. Everyone's uh, welcome. Anytime. We are Everyone's an open welcome. door policy on the Travis and Slewa show. <laughs> Let's take a vote. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So up first, uh, you get annoyed when a driver doesn't know when to go at a four-way stop. Alan, this is Factor Cap. Um. Yeah, it's a little annoying. To be honest with you, I'm trying to take a different approach on the road, Trav. You know how easy we can get annoyed? You know how easy people are distracted? You know, I mean, just kind of think about it. Anybody who's on the road, if you just take a second, actually go out of your way to be, let's use the four-way stop as an example. You know, I've been doing a lot more of lately. If I'm pulling up to a stop sign and another car's pulling up, we're mm-hmm. both kind of pretty much at the same time. Hey, why don't you go? Why don't you go? Had one of these this morning. Here's the only thing I didn't like about the guy that I let go before me, even though I could have easily gone. Bro, throw a wave. Why aren't yeah, you throwing the, a wave? Give me the peace sign. Give me the yeah. thumbs up. Give Acknowledge. Me, give me yeah, this guy did nothing. He didn't even, like, he made eye contact. I gave to him, and he kind of gave that look like, yeah, that's right. Like, what? <laughs> like he bullied you out of the four-way stop. I'm freaking follow but, you. Okay, so, by the way, to answer the question, um, it doesn't annoy me because if you're even a half a second off on your turn, I'm going. I, I'm taking that as a signal that you don't know the rules of the road. Therefore, I'm jumping to the front of the line and I'm going through it. So it doesn't really annoy me as much as it is an opportunity for me to be able to go maybe one or two cars sooner. Pay attention. Know the rules of the road. Go. If not, I'm taking advantage of you. But I will, Al, in your situation, I'll give you the deuces. I'll, I'll, I'll throw you, hey, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Boom, down the road in the Silverado. Peace out. All right. I'll come in when I want to come in, Emily. All right. Greg's, Greg's <laughs> coming in here all the time. All right. So having dot, dot, dot in a text or an email gives uh, bad vibes. Alan, this is Factor Cap. Uh, cap? Nothing wrong with a dot, dot, dot. I, I'd probably use that way too often. I'm throwing that thing around. Um, I'm throwing it around as if it's a, a big portion of my sentence. Like it, Like it's... <laughs> Like, it needs to be there. I, I throw it I, – I, listen, I could get where it's like, well, has he got something else to say or is there anything else left here? But I throw the dot, dot, dot. I, I don't have any issue with it. If I'm receiving it or if I'm giving it, eh, no problem at all. I like to build tension. I like to build anticipation. I like to build a, a level of excitement about what's coming next because the ellipses at the end of a sentence like that is meaning there's more to come, right? And it's not always bad news. It depends on the – like, if you send it to me today, Al – you know, hey, Trav, dot, 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 did you see dot, dot, mm-hmm. dot? I'm waiting for good news, but when we first got started, like, did you see that text, dot, dot, dot? I'm thinking, what, did we get fired on text? Is that what? Is that what happened? Like, did that, did that happen this fast? It all depends on the mood, but today I'm in a good mood. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. It's just it's building anticipation. I'm all for it. 
I think it's something of a generational thing because I feel like anybody in our gener- in my generation like just does not do the ellipses at all. When anybody puts them in, like I just it just bothers me so much. I so can't true, do Emily. It. Our generation, our generation get from Travis moving forward. Just lots ellipses and lots of ellipses. That's yeah. You're gonna get nothing but sure. exclamation points for me. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> all right. So uh, restaurants that make you pay for the reservation aren't worth it. Travis is a factor cap. I'm not kidding, Emily. I've never even heard of such a thing. What do you mean, pay for a reservation? Oh, yeah. No, that's a real thing. Really? It's a real thing. When when you say, Emily, if I understand this right, pay for a reservation, basically what they're saying is, hey, you kind of have a deposit down, correct? Right. And then if you don't, if oh, you try to, oh, they, you try okay, to cancel I, I your now. reservation oh, yeah, 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 within yeah, yeah. 24 okay. hours, you lose that 50 they, bucks they, or no, 25 that, that, bucks. That's fine. They do that at golf courses too. Like if you don't put, if you don't cancel your tee time within 24 hours, they keep part of the fee. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I, I'm I'm pretty responsible. I don't care. I'm not no-showing places. I'm either going to show up or I'm not going to go at the last time. By the way, you can call a credit card company and probably get that taken off if you really want to get sticky about it. No, it's fine. I, they, they're running a business. That, that's not a big deal. I don't care if they need – if it's, as long as that $25 fee or whatever it is is going towards those first couple of drinks and not in on top of what else it is. It won't is be on top. Yeah, yeah, it won't no, be no, on top. That's cool. I'm fine with that. Okay, they're, but they're is there – make it happen. Is there something about I, I'm gonna I had this over the holidays set up a reservation at a nice restaurant down in San Diego and they were in the same thing it was like hey you know it's X amount of dollars set up the reservation just make sure you cancel don't cancel within 24 hours or you're gonna lose that whatever that that fee is sure is there something about the restaurant like is there some is there is that a baller thing or is that an annoying thing? No, I think that's just a we're busy thing. And here, here's the other thing. And this but that's what I'm cool. saying. Like baller uh, as in the restaurant is like, hey, yeah. what do you want us to do? Like we got – if, if it ain't you, it's going to be somebody else. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. If you pick up the phone and call somebody and say, listen, I know I'm inside the 24-hour window, but I'm not going to be able to make it. Is there any way you can waive that? 100 times out of 100 times when I've done that, they say, yeah, not a problem. It's because if they're so busy that they need to take fees for reservations, they're going to find another person that's going to jump in there like that. They don't care. And they really want to throw away a customer over 25 or 50 bucks because you jammed them up with a last-minute cancellation. You're not doing that. So it's a bad look, no question about it. But you also know the rules, too. Like, if, if it's on you as well. If you And I, I fell into this trap before. I'm like, yeah, I'm an idiot. I could have easily, at any point, I kept procrastinating. I kept procrastinating. And all they're trying to do is, we're just trying to run our business because we literally have people, if if you want this reservation on a Friday night, and now all of a sudden there's six hours before your reservation and you're calling me, it is on you. jump on that reservation anyway, right? It's it's on you, but I think most restaurants would say, all right, it is what it is. So I went to one of the wineries that I went to, it was, I think it was two weekends ago. Sure, sure. But they had a $25 reservation fee that I didn't get back. It wasn't going towards my wine. It wasn't going towards anything else. Bad, it was just twenty five dollars. Essentially, it was for parking. Deal. And so I was like, "This really isn't worth it." But the place yeah, was really like, nice, and that was fine. But it was not worth it. Twenty five dollars just to walk in the door. It's very it, dumb. That's, no that's like one eighth of your parking fee at SoFi Stadium. You're fine. <laughs> did you guys see? Did you guys see some of the parking? Yeah, <laughs> it's five hundred plus. Uh, Everyone else, uh, no else complaining about the eighty. The eighty right now sounds. Like the greatest eighty dollars you can possibly spend, five hundred dollars for parking? No. Better have some no. gold no. in that parking. What the spot. hell? Not happening. All right, guys. I have one more. You guys are aware of what the actual Forty Nine er is? Like what the mascot is based off of? 
like the gold rush in 1849 we're yes, talking about? Yes, yes. Uh, gold rush, gold miners in, eight, in 1849. So, a real ram could beat up a 49er. Travis, this is Factor Cap. Yeah, that's the easiest one ever. Have you ever seen what a ram does? Those things are unbelievable. Their their skulls are like eight feet thick, and they smash into each other for breeding purposes to make sure that I'm the dominant ram. And they do it like 900 times in a row yep. over the course of a couple of days where they're smashing they're concussion their protocols. heads together. I understand that li- going and having some whiskey in a saloon back in the 1840s. But they have a pickaxe. He's yeah, a pickaxe. that's fine. I, the yeah. ram's head, you need a, a bazooka to get through that Emily. thing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not worried about this at all. Go yeah, Rams. Here's the question. As of right now, if McVeigh is the ram and Shanahan is the 1849 gold uh, gold rusher. Prospector. Right now, it's, uh, it's the gold rusher. Yeah. It's the uh, – it's – Currently, um, that is not the case. So until McVay actually gets a W on Shanahan. Sean McVay is not a Ram. He's a human being. He's a football player. Yeah, this is, que- clear, this is purely mascot-based. Animal Alan. versus nope. prospector. Nope. Not doing <laughs> it. Nope. Not doing it. I, I, Emily, Go I'd get like that to, W first. Go get that a, W. This is Why are you breaking down sports here? This doesn't make any sense to me. We can't just turn her questions into whatever you want to talk about with the 49ers. That's not the game, Al. Come on, man. The Ram is in concussion protocol. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. Do you see, have you ever seen that on National Geographic? They can't those stand two, up. They, like, what is it? knees buckle. And then the one that has the higher ground. It's got a little bit oh, of higher yeah. ground. That momentum coming yeah. down. You can hear it for miles through the canyons when they do it. I, you know what? I just want to go watch YouTube videos of rams butting each other for the next hour and six Sheesh. minutes. I love it. Absolutely love it. All right. Um, what happened with Carmelo last night, Al? I, I mean, I, I, I felt like we had a What's pretty good run. What's happening with fans? I know. I know. We had a pretty good run where people were behaving themselves, and then we uh, we came off the deep end last night. That's well, you actually you have, a, you have a good idea, and you guys share that with – because I, I think the idea that you were telling me before the it'll show started it. is Maybe it's not interesting. that night, but it'll stop it pretty quickly. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now supporting nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. I had a situation yesterday, Al, that I I never have been quite sure how to execute this. I went to to get a haircut yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of a quick little drop-in thing. I'm like, you know what? I have a little time. It's right there. Let me just see if I can run in and get it done real quick. My haircut takes 15, 20 minutes tops. It's really quick. Um, Are you still doing the perm thing and the yeah, coloring and everything? Per- perm with highlights. It's, yep. it's, it's my go-to. It has been since the 80s. Trav's um, here, guys. Trav's here. <laughs> get the activator ready. We're, uh, he's coming in. Get the, get the perm set up. Um, and the woman was there, and she was she was very nice, and she was very helpful. Yep, I got it. I guess right now, let's let's go do it. And she sits down, and hey, how's your day been? Great, busy day, pretty good. How's yours? Ah, not too bad. Kind of a little slow right now, but you know, hoping to pick up a little bit later. And then nothing. And so, like two or three minutes goes by where no one has said anything. Mm-hmm. Like the the protocol of having a conversation with your barber. Are, are you perfectly? content to sit there for the 15 or 20 minutes and say nothing or is it my responsibility to drive small small talk is it the barber's responsibility to to drive small talk or are we both just happy to sit there and say nothing 
All right, before COVID, where I was still going to a barber, you, know, you still got to clean things up, you know, there ain't that much there. Um, before it was, I think it was a combination of the two. I think the barber usually takes, he's kind of playing off of you. So if I'm have, wanting to have a conversation, kind of feeding off of conversations that he has, I think the barber usually is like, okay, hey, we got a talker here. <laughs> at the same time, there are times where I'm not in the mood to talk or I'm looking at my phone or whatever the case is, and I think the barber kind of gets the message on that one too. But is that – okay, so that's exactly where I was going. I wanted to pick up my phone – and start scrolling through it. I wanted to look at Twitter. I wanted to look at ESPN.com. I wanted to it. see. Well, but it feels rude because that 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 and and usually those sorts of interactions don't bother me too much. Yeah. But it's such a personal, like it's a personal space issue, right? To cut somebody's hair, you got to be right next to them. If I'm actively ignoring you by staring at my phone, that feels like aggressively rude. Uh, okay. Here's the thing: they are seeing twenty different people during the day. If they if they don't have this bubbly long conversation with you, they're gonna have it with the next person, and every personality is different. It's like it's almost the same as if you go walk into a restaurant. Somebody is gonna you know somebody might talk more with their server than another person. I I don't think it's rude. I mean, just don't actually be rude. Like you still be respectful while you're looking at your phone. Yeah, but if if they say Glad to me, I can how's your you. day you're going? Welcome. And, yeah, it, it's good, and I'm flipping through the phone. Doing anything later? Nope, not really. And well, I'm give them the attention the when the when the when the conversation is there and there's something there you can give them. But you know, you're going to have a silent moment where you feel like there's an opportunity and kind of sends the message. Hey, we're not go. talking. All right. So mellow last night. Yeah. Um, there was a whistle on the court, and you could tell he was angry. He, he he did not like what had come out of the stands at that point. And and listening to the broadcast. They said uh, this has been going on for a couple of possessions where this guy's been right because it happened right behind the broadcast spot, and they mm. could obviously hear what was happening. And this guy had been riding him and riding him. Ultimately, it ends up with an ejection for one of the fans who was doing these things. It felt like we were getting to a point last year where this was happening pretty regularly, where fans were throwing things and spitting, and just the, they were the, just the getting backed into things. arenas, and it looked like they right. forgot how to be a normal human being. Yep, and, and we can say. Oh, they got to kick that guy out and never let him back in. And we can say that, you know, you lose your season tickets or whatever. But if we're being honest, it's an opportunity to go do – you're going to get back in. If I want to go to Crypto.com Arena and I'm on the blacklist, I just have somebody else buy the tickets I watch. Sure. There's not facial recognition software at every entrance where they're going to find you. You could still do it, right? There's photos all over Crypto.com <laughs> yeah, Arena. That says, <laughs> if you see this person <laughs> – Tell us immediately. Let, yeah. Let's actually let's take a quick listen here because I, I think you have an interesting solution. Carmelo was talking about his interaction with the fan yesterday. Take a listen. I, I think that's exactly the right response, that he, he wanted that guy out. That guy got tossed out. The people in charge took care of it, and that's that. But that doesn't mean it won't happen again. Oh, that no. does, that, that, that it's going to happen tonight. It's, yeah. just, it's happening the, every game. The, these – I don't know why people don't understand that just because Carmelo Anthony or LeBron James or anybody that's out on that court make a lot of money or they're famous or they're athletes, you can scream terrible things at them. It's not the price of admission. It's not the price of being a famous athlete to have to listen to despicable things shouted at you. That's not how that goes. The way that you can end it, and it would take a little bit of time out, you have to punish the offending team. That if there is a technical foul assessed, if there are if somebody but, gets kicked out or they're in a situation, absolutely, or it, it, some type of interaction with a player, 
that if the, if the team suffers, because what that's going to happen, the other fans are going to start to police it themselves. They're going to get that guy bounced before it happens. They're going to make sure that the guy that's yelling terrible things at Carmelo Anthony, whoever happens to be coming in the building the next day, if we know that the team kind of like penalized that solution. for That's a terrible fan, yep. then they're far less likely to have terrible fans. So let, let me use an example in the NFL. If this Actually, this is a bad example because – all right, let, what, what happens in this scenario? What happens if there is somebody who is rooting for the other team that is pretending that he's with the home team? Like I'm saying, like what is the – if I if I tell you if somebody runs out on the field, it's a 15 yard penalty for the home team. Then the dude from the other team is saying, and and I I like <laughs> the idea of the that concept. Cooper Cup jersey. Let me, I, I, let me run out there real quick. I like the idea and the concept of what you're saying because I really do think fans would be like, hey, no, this isn't cool. Like it's it's not okay for you to be running your mouth. And these are the same idiots that I'm sure outside of a sporting event are also idiots. They're going to be running their mouth at a bar. They're going to be the person that you know when. I let somebody go at a two-way stop that they don't wave on their way across when I let them go early. It's going to be these kind of people. <laughs> I think I really stuck with you, didn't it? He, he, him not giving you the, hey, thanks, buddy, wave, that really kind of bothered you the rest of the day, hasn't it? It's a quick wave. Maybe even like park at the side and get out of your car and wave. You know what I mean? Just a quick. This this is going like above this. and beyond. But so I, I I am a quick wave guy, right? I, I'm I am always. Hey, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, if I don't get if I give the wave and don't get one back, I feel a little bit bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in this situation, I want to wave and have them go. Oh, thank you. I'm like, no, no problem. We're good. Like I need, we both we both need to wave in this situation. We need to fix this. Anyway, stop being idiots in uh, arenas and ballparks and everywhere else. What are these guys and by doing? the way, like, call them out. I, I don't call even understand out. like the idea and the concept of. Like, you think you're big and bad by standing two rows back, barking at players that are professional. Like, I, I, I genuinely don't understand the whole idea and the concept. I really don't. Or we could go, like, hockey. You really want to start this? Okay, fine. It, it, let's go. Square it up. No, nobody else gets involved. You really want to fight Carmelo Anthony this badly? You want to say that he gets to fight you? All right, let's do that. That's yeah, we can go, just go do grab that six eight six foot nine dude, right. Who's been in the league, uh, where he's probably two thirty two forty. Why don't you go say what you were going to say in front of him? Did the Lakers let go of the rope for tonight? That's next. Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.